Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of History Every Day, where we look back on the most interesting and important events that took place on this day in the past. Today's November 3rd, and this is episode number 126. And I'm Austin Dahl, your host as always. Let's get into it and let's see what we can learn today. On November 3, 1783, the American Continental Army was officially disbanded. This event marked a significant moment in the history of the United States, as it occurred shortly after the conclusion of the American Revolutionary War. The American Continental Army, which was led by General George Washington, had been the principal military force of the American colonies during their struggle for the independence from British rule. The Treaty of Paris, which formally ended the American Revolutionary War, was signed on September 3, 1783. This treaty recognized the independence of the United States from Great Britain and established the boundaries of the new nation. With the war officially over and peace secured, there was no longer a need for a large standing army. The decision to disband the Continental Army was a demonstration of the new nation's commitment to civilian control of the military. The disbanding of the army was a monumentous occasion and it was celebrated in various ways. It symbolized the the transition from a state of war to a state of peace and laid the foundation for the civilian government of the United States. George Washington, who had served as the commander-in-chief with the Continental Army, resigned his commission on December 23, 1783 in Annapolis, Maryland and returned to civilian life. This act emphasized the principle of civilian leadership over the military. The disbanding of the Continental Army marked a critical step in the early history of the United States as the nation moved from a revolutionary struggle to the challenges of building a new government and society. On November 3rd, 1868, John Willis Maynard's his election marked a significant moment in American history. But unfortunately, he was not seated in Congress, even though he was the first African-American to be elected to Congress. John Willis Maynard was a prominent African-American political figure during the Reconstruction era. He was a member of the Republican Party and ran for a seat in the United States Congress representing Louisiana's 2nd Congressional District. Maynard's election took place on November 3, 1868, and he became the first African-American to be elected to the United States Congress. His election was seen as a significant step towards racial equality and political representation for African-Americans during the early years of Reconstruction. However, Maynard's election faced numerous challenges and controversies. His opponent, Caleb S. Hunt, contested the election results, alleging irregularities which led to a protracted legal and political battle. Maynard attempted to be seated in Congress on February 27, 1869, and he delivered a brief speech on the floor of the House of Representatives. Despite his efforts, the House decided not to seat him, and the matter was referred to the Committee of Elections. 
The Committee on Elections conducted an investigation into the disputed election, but ultimately recommended that neither Maynard nor Hunt be seated. As a result, Maynard's historic election was not officially recognized. Although he was not seated in Congress, his election served as a symbol of the political aspirations and achievements of black Americans during the tumultuous period of Reconstruction. It highlighted the ongoing struggles for civil rights and equal representation in the United States. Also on November 3rd, but in 1911, Chevrolet officially entered the automobile market, marking the beginning of its competition with the Ford Model T. This competition between Chevrolet and Ford will become one of the most famous and enduring rivalries in the history of the automotive industry. Both companies played significant roles in shaping the automobile market in the United States and around the world. The competition between Chevrolet and Ford led to innovations and improvements in car design, manufacturing processes, and affordability, making automobiles more accessible to the general public. This period of competition was a pivotal time in the development of the modern automotive industry. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in to another episode of History Every Day. I hope you all have a great rest of your day today. And I will see you tomorrow for some more history fun.